show. Welcome to your thought life. I am your host, Michael Anderson. I want to just send a shout out to each of you who have gone over to wherever you listen to us to provide us with a review and a rating. Already in just this short two month period, we are climbing up the charts. Certainly an opportunity for us to get close to the top of our particular category in the next month or two if the predictions are correct in the tool. So thank you all so much. And if you haven't already subscribed and given us a rating, we ask that you would do that now. And thank you for that act of love. In today's episode, we're going to talk about The Strangest Secret. Earl Nightingale recorded The Strangest Secret back in 1956. Effectively, the book conveys wisdom in five categories, actually six categories, goals, mindset, imagination, passion, tenacity, and faith. And I'm going to break each of those down for you right quick. Number one, goals. Those are both long and short-term goals. Number two, mindset. That is a positive mental attitude or can-do attitude. Number three, imagination. It's a twofold answer. Part one involves visualization. And in part two of that particular definition, it involves you connecting with a higher power to leverage the universal mind. Number four, passion. You got to have something that you are absolutely 100% bought into. Number five, tenacity. No matter what happens, no matter what you're faced with, presented with, this task, this chore, this whatever the case may be, has to happen. And then number six, faith. That is an intense belief in the process, in your capability, and that you are enough such that you can bring this to pass in the natural realm. I absolutely love this book. It's one of the first couple of books that I was introduced to by one of my mentors early on. It was through him that I got this introduction and it's had a profound impact on my life. And I'm hopeful that some of the nuggets that you will hear and learn today will be just as impactful in your life. Success equals the realization of a worthy ideal. A predestinated job that we intentionally desire to do. This is per Earl. At the beginning of the book, Earl talks about a study that was done. And in this study family, there were a number of men that were followed from age 18 through retirement. Of these men, they wanted to see as life would unfold for them which of these at the end would be financially free or would experience financial security. And they followed each of these men until retirement age. And what they found is that the vast majority of them were broke. The other 5% were wealthy. And I don't know if that moves you, but it most certainly moved me when I first came to understand this. My big question was, well, what was the difference? What was the key driver that separated the 95 from the 5? It's goals. Goals are incredibly important. We have talked about this quite a bit 
thus far. We will continue to talk about this. It's not enough to hear it one or two times. There has to be an immersion in order for us to make the necessary changes so that we adopt the mindset that says we need them. We're going to write them. We're going to pursue them and we're going to hold ourselves accountable. And if that doesn't work, we'll have someone else help us be accountable. Throughout history, wise men, teachers, philosophers, and prophets have disagreed on many topics except this one point, and that is we become what we think about. I want to drop for you some of the quotes that I picked up from this particular book several years ago that have really, really made an impact in my life to help me cement some of those core values that we talked about, the goals, the mindset, imagination, passion, tenacity, and faith. And here are a few of them that were extracted for your listening. William James, if you care enough for a certain result, you most certainly will obtain it. Marcus Aurelius, a man's life is what he makes of it. Benjamin Disraeli, a human being with a settled purpose has no other option than to obtain it. Ralph Waldo Emerson, a man is what he thinks about all day long. William James, we can alter our lives by changing our attitude of mind. Another quote from William James, we need only in cold blood act like the desire is real. It will become infallible. And then from the good book we read in Mark 9, 24, if you can believe all things are possible to him that believes. William Shakespeare writes, our doubts are traitors and make us lose the game we might win by fearing to attempt. And then finally, George Bernard Shaw, people are always blaming their circumstances on what they are. The people that get put on wake up looking for positive circumstances and if they don't find them they create them those are some powerful quotes that really resonated with me early on in my self-development journey i want to share with you that when you think negatively generally speaking you will reap negative or failure when you think positive generally speaking you will reap success and if you get good at it, abundance. Negative thinking are closely tied to indecision, doubt, and fear, which undergird drifting and perpetuate the negative effects. The mind will return whatever you feed it, success or failure, scarcity or abundance. We as the primary stewards of this tremendous profound gift called mind we have to regulate ourselves so that we come to a state where we are aware of what we're not aware of we are aware of what our triggers are and we see on a day-to-day -day basis how our biases how external influences how our upbringing how our adolescence, how patterns and unhealthy influences are driving our behaviors. It's very, very important for us to get a hold on that as quickly 
as possible so we can turn this around and use that energy in our favor. As you sow, so shall you reap. Remember that. If you desire to reap success, then you have to have a positive mindset. You got to have goals. You got to put those goals into action. You have to be accountable. You got to wake up with the inspiration, internally driven, to go after it and get it and be so tenacious that no matter what, you press through it, you find a way, you get to where you want to go. Now, switch gears for just a moment. I want to give you a homework assignment. I want you to write down on a 3x5 card. If you're so electronically inclined, you can do it on your phone. They do have apps that represent the 3x5 card. You turn your phone long way. There's something special that takes place when you write something down. So you have the thought, you write it down, and as you're writing it down, it's being spread out through more areas of the brain. You have more sensory mechanisms engaged in the process. And another side benefit is it also aids in retention. But on the 3x5 card, what we would like for you to do is write down your goals. Write down your goals. Maybe you have a set of quarterly goals. Maybe you have a set of annual goals. Write those down. We're going to ask you to write those down on the front and on the back. Put an affirmation. Simply state it right on the back. If you experience challenge, what is your purpose statement? What is it that is so profound about the achievement of this goal that is going to give you the ability to get out of the state you're in, to get back to where you were, where you're productive, so that you can keep this dream alive? On the front again, we're going to put the goal. On the back, we're going to put a purpose statement. And if you're already in an advanced category where you use affirmations, put an affirmation on the back. Well, before we move on to give you a couple of nuggets to recall, we do want to just one more time make you aware of the core components of this particular book, The Strangest Secret. Number one was goal. Number two was mindset. Number three was imagination. Number four was passion. Number five is tenacity. And six is faith. Now, For those items that I recommend you commit to memory, I'm going to go through a few things here in this section that I think will help you as you move forward with applying these principles. First one is, there are no circumstances capable of defeating us in the pursuit of our goals if we have a proper mindset and our limitations are self-imposed. I want you to take a little bit of time and think through, do you have any limitations? Are there any areas in your life where you're saying it's an absolute no, no matter what others might tell you, no matter what that gut feeling you have that you can do it says, you're automatically saying no. Maybe it has something to do with childhood your current environment or a previous environment. If you have limitations, track those back to where you first started experiencing those so you can utilize repetition to remove them. 
Number two, exercise imagination and review your objective daily. The big idea of the card family is so that you have the ability to interact with that every single day. You're going to look at it in the morning. You're going to look at it midday. You're going to look at it in the evening before bed. So just as you rise midday before you go to sleep. And if you can get a mid-morning and a mid-afternoon in there, you're reading both sides. You're looking at the goal and you're looking at the affirmation that you put on the back. If you will start to do that, that will burn deep into your subconscious. And what you'll find over time is your subconscious will begin to shift and will begin to show you other ways that you can achieve that goal more easily without force and a considerable amount of trial and error. Number three, you are what you think about. Guard your heart and guard your mind. Know what you're feeding yourself. Think about what you're exposing your mind to, whether it's television, whether it's environments, whether that be various social media applications. Think about what your mind is being fed. The subconscious doesn't have a moral compass. Whatever you feed it, it assumes that's what's important to you. That's what gets laid down. And if you already have so-called tracks in your subconscious that you don't want, then it's taking additional information to confirm those tracks that you already have in your life that aren't working for you, that aren't serving you the way that you would like them to. Number four, stop thinking about what you fear. You don't have to obey your emotions. They are there as a guide. They are there to protect you. You have the ability to override those. Susan Jeffers writes, feel the fear and do it anyway. It's uncomfortable at first, I submit, but after you do it a few times, you begin to train yourself that this is how it's gonna be, that you in fact are in charge. What typically happens is that you master it at the point with which you master it that then becomes an area that you can use as momentum. And as you well know, momentum is the springboard that you need for consistency to help propel you into the next set of goals and achievements. The last one is to marry passion and tenacity with faith. Know specifically why you're doing what you want to do. And have that as an anchor. And then take that anchor, build into it a set of circumstances that says, it doesn't matter what I experience along the way. Because we know that when you establish a goal, if you have a subconscious program for it and you reach a point of resistance, it's not going to be a big deal. But if you don't have a program for it, then it's going to be a real big deal kind of big deal that causes some to give up. So build into your passion tenacity so that when the going gets tough, you've got something in your corner that you can stand on that will help you move through that particular issue unemotionally and systematically. And then finally, you have to know that this thing is going to take place. That's your faith in action. 
unfortunately, you might not be able to share this with family and friends. You might have to keep this to yourself. If you don't have a circle or a mastermind, this may be a wee bit tougher. I would encourage you to get a coach. If you can't afford a coach, then most certainly consider a mastermind. You need to be with people who are doing the types of things that you're doing that understand and have been there and done that and can give you advice and counsel in the time of need. And so by all accounts, no matter how you deploy these, stay calm, stay cool and stay collected because panic is not a strategy. That's going to conclude this episode, family. Hope you enjoyed it. Thank you so much for your time and attention. Share this with your friends and family. Anyone that you know that might benefit from this style of content. Tag me on IG at Your Thought Life, Y-O-R, Thought Life, no spaces. Leave a comment. I want to remind you, you are enough. You can do it. And you are uniquely equipped to realize your goals. And until next time, Take care and be safe.